You take an ancient dinosaur gut and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, king of the casters with NBN Brandon and Jasper, who's a dog. Welcome to Podzilla, King of Casters. I'm your host, N.B. Nightingale. And I'm your other host, Brandon. Producer Jasper, uh, for a prominent section of this movie that we are reviewing today, had rested his dick on my feet. <laughs> Don't worry, he's a dog. <laughs> also, I need better spatial awareness. <laughs> I just, I thought he'd sat on me, and then eventually I looked down and saw... <laughs> That was not his butt. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's not your tail shit. Yeah, so hey, folks. Today we're talking about the the, uh, Millennium Era movie, which is, it's a long name, Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah, Giant Monsters All-Out Attack. By far the strongest of the Millennium Era so far, I would say, from what we've seen. Completely agree. Yeah. (laughs) Like, um... I did not care for the first two Millennium films. I did not like uh, the squid one, which is the second one, I think. Olga? No, Orca. Orca is the first one. Is Godzilla Millennium. Oh, okay. Because the next one's Godzilla versus Megaguirus, which I do not remember what Megaguirus looks like. Oh, it's the bug. It's like Evil Mothra. No, that's... uh, No, Evil Mothra's from the Heizai Godzilla versus Mothra. No, but Megaguirus looks similar. It's like a scorpion. There are flying. two evil Mothras? Kinda, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm remembering this now because I feel like I had the same complaint of why would you do... Why would you do Batra again? <laughs> why not just make it Batra? Yeah. So, it's like that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, I guess overall thoughts are... Yeah, that it's... It's a good... It's... The best Millennium one so far. Still got a few to go, but... We've got two to go, right? Three. Oh, I thought it was two more. It's uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. There's the sequel. I think it's like Tokyo SOS. And then there's Final Wars. Those are the three. Yeah. So, in our race to the end of Godzilla, which we discussed on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, Godzilla against Mecha. Yeah, you're exactly correct. We've got those, then we've got the three American films. Yep. So that's all that's that's left on the docket, but I had a uh, good... Plus a, plus a mystery episode that the, the Brandon has had in the works for a while. Yeah, it'll be quite a time. <laughs> yeah. So... A lot of buzz. A lot of buzzing. A lot yeah. of buzzing around, you know? It almost was, like, scientifically impossible, but we got it working, so... What would you look at that? <laughs> I hate... You know, I try and pay attention to a lot of movie scores. I love movie scores. Yeah. I hate that that's the one most readily in my mind. <laughs> it's right there. Yeah. So, um... This Godzilla movie, though, it's got the whole cast of, like, one of the original Showa-era ones. Yeah, It's got, you know, Godzilla's three... Most famous companions, King Ghidorah, his nemesis. Oh yeah, Mothra, Mothra. most of the time his friend, and yep. of course, as we all know, the his third most famous companion. Uh, been with him hey. since the beginning. <laughs> Best buds. On you three, know we'll say it on three. No, uh, no, no, no. Let me lead up. He's on all fours. Yeah, <laughs> he's on all fours. He's got a hell of a pipe. 
Let's give it up for... Angiel! Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's... (laughs) For some reason, Baragon, who's in one other Godzilla movie. Against Frankenstein. Yeah, not even a Godzilla movie. Not even Frankenstein. He beats up a giant Frankenstein. Yeah, in Frankenstein Conquers the World. Which is a very fun, dumb one. Yeah. That octopus. Yeah. (laughs) Quite something. So... Yeah, I think that this movie was... I had a good time with it. I think the... Yeah. We mentioned it as we were watching it, that the human stuff is more enjoyable than, like... It's on the upper end, at least, of this. Yeah. You got, like, some fun reporting hijinks, and... and oh, they got a military dad who's hard, yeah. a hard-ass. And... Looks exactly like Tony Stark. Yes, the military dad is... This came out way before Iron Man. Is dressed up exactly like how Robert Downey Jr. does in Iron same Man. Same haircut, same goatee, constantly in a suit with, with like a clo- real closed neck, really tight uh, tie, mm-hmm. and the same exact sunglasses, which is probably the most damning thing. It's the sunglasses. Where like, this is a pretty popular movie in the Godzilla <laughs> fandom. Uh, oh yeah. So it does raise for me the question of if the costume designer for for the first Iron Man made the conscious choice or made the unconscious or conscious choice to dress him like the like not not the protagonist but like one of the lead characters, lead characters of this. Of like a very definitive yeah. design choice. But, uh, so it's pretty nuts. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it, I think it, the human stuff works well for two reasons. One, not much of it. No, very little human in this movie. Uh, There's a lot of monsters, and we don't have that much time to, to yeah. you know to introduce to all of them. So we gotta really dive up the monster stuff. You know. The other reason is that. Every small role is played by, like, an actor given it. They're all just making it really pop. Which I think always helps these kinds of movies a lot. If every small role is, like, really memorable and fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which is something that... So, I saw John Wick 4 yesterday. Uh, It's the opening weekend. Uh, I For me right now. Not for you. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're not one of the three billion people who saw Shazam Fury of the Gods this weekend? Oh, fuck. That's right. I forgot that Shazam made more money than the Catholic Church. (laughs) (laughs) It blew Avatar 2 out of the water. It got so much money that if you check the, the box office right now... It actually goes back around to not doing much. Zachary Levi is actually technically now king of the world. Uh, so, yeah, all hail Chuck. The only, um, the only thing that I remember hearing at all about Shazam 2 was <laughs> there was one post with Zachary Levi, the main guy. Yeah. He posted like a month before the movie came out, and it sounded like almost accidentally anti-vax or something. And then they looked into it and it was very purposefully anti-vax. <laughs> Woo! I didn't know. I didn't follow up on it. Yeah, Zachary Levi. And <laughs> Shazam 2 was destroyed by his and Dwayne Johnson's feud. The original idea behind the Shazam and Black Adam movies where they were supposed to be connected because 
Black Adam is the arch nemesis of Shazam. Yes. Literally the same powers from the same source. Wait, so does Dwayne Johnson, is he, does he turn into, because Shazam's a boy. Shazam's a little kid. So Shazam's only a little, little okay, is there a little okay, rock okay. kid who turns into Dwayne Johnson? I didn't see the movie. It's Young Rock, actually. That's what Young Rock is about. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, it's the prequel uh, but, story. No, so it's, so, no, so Billy, ba- the Shazam powers don't have to be in a kid's body. It's just that, like, Billy Batson was the most pure person on Earth. Uh, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson gets the powers, <laughs> and he becomes he becomes Black Adam, but it ages him as much as it does the kid to Jackie <laughs> Levi, so he's, a, like, an ancient old man. <laughs> but, <laughs> You've heard of Young Rock. Are you ready for Old Rock? But, yeah, so... But sorry. Originally, yeah. like... So what was going on with The this? end of Black Adam was supposed to tease the fact that, you know, was supposed to tease Shazam and, like, get it ready for mm-hmm. a confrontation. Ro- the Rock made everyone retool that idea entirely because he only wanted to fight Superman. Superman's the only one worth, uh, worth Mr. Johnson. Uh, so, one, no more Shazam in that. And two... The movie was Shazam Two was originally planned around the idea that Black Adam would be the main villain of it. Oh no! <laughs> but Dwayne Johnson was like, no. Yes. So they had to scramble to find a new to find a new villain <laughs> for it. Oh God! It's it's midnight. It's midnight. Neutron. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> That sucks. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I think I saw something about that. Someone compared it to if Heath Ledger was like, no, it needs to be a Joker standalone movie. Or something. Yeah. Who would ever make a Joker standalone movie? <laughs> that wouldn't Never. make any money at all. <laughs> that's a dumb idea. Do you think that's what was doing Mr. Mr. Rock's logic? Was like, well, Joker did well. That Let's extend that thought process. Do you think that Dwayne The Rock Johnson thought he would win a Best Actor Oscar for Black Adam? Did he? Do we I have? Know. I don't know. Okay, I thought you. Were, I thought you were leading into. Yes, he did. Oh, <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe he did. Uh, maybe like he. I mean, I think you'd be ridiculous to think that. But also, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has like a bizarre amount of ego. So like, yeah. Yeah, it could be. I see Dwayne Johnson kind of like an Arnold Schwarzenegger, but less willing to do the weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> also, Batista's definitely going to beat him to an Oscar. Batista's going to win a Best Supporting Actor Oscar for, like, something at some point. Uh, he's just, he's too good, and too many high-profile directors uh, have realized that and, like, using Batista in small, weird roles. But, yeah. Fucking great in the cabin. Yeah. Was he... Would that make Dave Batista the first former wrestler to ever get an Oscar? I'm is sure that uh, definitely WWE. Is the, would there be a fucking? Is it called a We Got? If he also got a WWE Championship belt, and, <laughs> and Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, a WWE Championship belt, a, an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Okay, what do you think Dave <laughs> Batista would win a Tony for? Isn't Tony music? No, a Tony is Broadway. So, is it in a musical or is it in just a normal play? 
I don't. I don't think Dave Batista. I think Dave Batista would have enough logic to know he doesn't want to be singing. I see you think differently. Um, what if he's good? He learned how to. He taught himself how to act. <laughs> he went through the process. What if? What if Dave Batista's got a voice on him? What if he's got some he's golden got pipes? pipes? <laughs> what I'm saying is. Dave Bautista starring as Jesus Christ in Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> and he gets his Tony and he finished his We Got. Yeah. He's holding it above its head. And then it's like in the in the packed theater, everyone's chanting. And you see like it, outside it's raining in a window. And it's a hooded figure. And it's the camera zooms in. And it's Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's going to take a folded metal chair. To <laughs> At the Oscar ceremony. <laughs> and Dwayne Johnson got the folded chair. <laughs> It'd be the slap times a thousand. <laughs> God. All right. Back to Godzilla, though. Way off track. Yes. Um. <laughs> so I'd like to get into what that monster did. Oh, wait, no. We, we were talking right. about this for a reason. Why I think the human stuff works. Oh, yes backtracking get the train getting back a few steps about how i saw john wick 4 yes the reason oh my god we didn't even talk about john no (laughs) you mentioned it and then i mentioned shazam and and it just (laughs) (laughs) okay so i think john wick 4 like the john wick series works really well because every single small character if a character has fucking dialogue Mm -hmm. they get a weirdo character actor to really sell however many lines they have. And it leads to a very memorable cast of very fun characters. Uh, yeah. Like, it's it's good. I Like, fucking Lawrence Fishburne as the hobo king of New York is, like, amazing. And John Wick 4 in Dolby. So it starts with, Lauren, with John Wick, like, punching a wall while Lawrence Fishburne walks down an empty subway monologuing. And because I'm in a Dolby theater, the sound is fucking shaking my seat. And I'm like, oh, God! <laughs> oh, no! The fish is loose! It's just me at an 11 a.m. showing with a bunch of, like... <laughs> with a bunch of, like, <laughs> middle-aged men who, like... Different audience than I'm used to. Not a single one was quoting the Nicole Kidman ad at the beginning of an AMC movie. However, very nice gentlemen. They were all like, there were a couple of them who were like, oh, look at the young lady. All right. So, but you yeah, so, about your, your so the characters before re- noon showing of John Wick 4 with all the middle aged men who, who appreciated that the youngins were at the theater. Like, one said, oh, I don't know what concessions I want. You can go before me, miss. And, like, what? You know, I should go to more 11 a.m. showings with a bunch of, like, men, uh, old old men whose wives didn't want to come to the movie with them. <laughs> it's a fun crowd. But <laughs> it's a great experience. Are you saying all you gotta do is convert them to re- to recite the Nicole Kidman speech? <laughs> That's the one thing. I said it word for word. Take it from I the can. top. Yeah. We come to this place. To be transformed. To be right, Rick. Rick, transform. You got it. <laughs> well, we come to this place for magic. Come to this for magic. Ooh. Yes. Then I'm a fake fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, so what works about it is they know what they're doing. And even if they have small little bits. Yeah, and every single character that has any lines in this is like overacting them and chewing scenery to hell. And I love it. That's oh, uh, great. Yeah. That's what you want in these kind of movies. Also. Like they're, they're inherently cheesy. 
There's a guy who may or may not be wearing... Well, he's definitely wearing a wig, but may or may not be canonical to the film that it's a wig or not. It's ambiguous. It's like a very bad wig this guy is wearing of like... Short... Like, more than short... Like, nipple-length hair. Yeah. And it's like really bad. And a couple of times it looks like it almost falls and he like adjusts it. Yeah. But like it's not acknowledged... In the movie, in a way where I'm sure that it didn't wasn't just a thing that was actually happening on set. <laughs> and they just kept the film rolling. Yeah. You're like, all right, Frank, all right, well, <laughs> don't worry about it. But yeah, we like this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what that monster do? <laughs> yes. So in this film, there is there's a quite a few different monsters. There's four of them, to be exact. Uh, we'll start with the titular, because I got the word right this time, Godzilla. So, Godzilla is a different... There's some subtle changes to his design from the previous movie that I think really connect with the fact he's supposed to be the antagonist for the movie, Mm -hmm. right? Often in these kind of movies, it's definitely switched up. If you have Ghidorah, Ghidorah's the bad guy. Bear, you know, it'd be... In a usual Godzilla movie, it would be Baragon and Ghidorah the bad dudes. Mothra, Godzilla, the good guys. Trying to beat him off. That's not what happens Wait, here. What are they trying to do? Trying to, trying to fight them off. <laughs> <laughs> trying to beat them off. No. Um. <laughs> Damn it. So why aren't they getting along? Then? <laughs> they're conflicting. So, so in this movie though, Godzilla is the baddie. So, one of the changes to design I noticed is he has, like, milky, like, foggy eyes. Yeah. He doesn't really have pupils. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're there, you don't see him. And I feel like that, like, makes him a little more like an animal. Like, he doesn't have the irises looking around as much. It's just, like, foggy kind of looking yeah. stuff. Uh, his neck looks, like, a little more snake-like. It's a little longer. Yeah. It's not quite as, like, a triangular shape. Yeah, usually his neck is, like, pretty... Up. Thick. Thick and, like, upright, like a human neck. Like, a human standing up. Mm -hmm. But this time, it, like, it juts forward a bit. Yeah, it's got some unique-looking stuff there. Uh, you know. Otherwise, he's about the same usual Godzilla design, but he's a bad guy now. Uh, and, you know, there it's Godzilla. We got Mothra, Mm -hmm. who... It's looking about the same as any of the usual incantations. Yeah. Early larva form looks back like from the first one. We only get one shot of the larva form though. One little shot though, but it's worth it. Looks great. Yeah. So we have larval Martha and big full adult Martha in the movie. Both look cool. Uh, they, they use again. This is the CG can do anything age, yeah. <laughs> where the practical effects have almost. Heisei has really good ones too, but this also has great practical effects. And then the CG parts are like, no. Yeah. Like uh, like Mothra coming out of her cocoon is a CG effect. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> like Godzilla's swimming in the water, like underwater. Yeah. not Does not look as bad as, uh, I think it was the first Millennium one, where it looks like, like, a, like a Nintendo 64 model. Yeah. Uh, it looks a little better than that, but not by much. Uh, then you got... Mothra there, Baragon, first appearance in like fucking, what, 40 years? <laughs> yeah. Looks great. I love, uh, I think Baragon's one of my favorite looking ones. I love his big floppy bat ears. <laughs> they really add a lot to it. Yeah. 
uh, genuinely like more expressive uh, faces for Godzilla and Baragon, Ghidorah. You know, Mothra still has the bug face, but still, you know, like they can squint, they can blink, they can do these things. And I think Baragon really showcases that. Because Baragon, I think, other than probably Godzilla himself, is the most featured kaiju in the movie. He's yeah. in a lot. Yeah, and he didn't even get his name in the title. No. <laughs> I'm, he's got to get a better agent. Yeah. First, he doesn't get work in, like, how many years? 40. <laughs> well, now, though, imagine... Uh, <laughs> Damn it! If he was in more of the movie, he could have gotten the Oscar nomination. And he could he could have been Godzilla's Kihu Kwan, Kihui Kwan, Kihui Kwan. And he came back and had been like, "Oh my god!" It'd been great. Unfortunately, that did not happen. For yeah. And last and least, or last and often least, but it looks better towards the end. Ghidorah. Yeah. Uh, Ghidorah went for a little bit less realistic look. Yeah. Like, it looks a bit more like a Chinese dragon heads kind of thing. And I noticed that her, the heads, to me at least, it looks like the heads of Ghidorah in this movie are bigger in proportion to any of the others. Yeah. Like, they're, yeah, like, like they're bigger heads and the necks are smaller. Mm -hmm. And for me, it looks a little more cartoony. And I'm like, eh, I don't like that as much. Yeah. Like, I think my favorite Ghidorah is from the Heizai era. Other than, like, well, I don't know. King of the Moss looks great, too. But... Of, like, the practical effect era, Ghidorah yeah. looked a little bit cheap in this one. My favorite are the Dorats. Yeah. I miss the... Make the Dorats canonical again. <laughs> Dorats are great. Love them. Yeah. Uh, but Ghidorah is looking, you know, same golden dragon self. Uh, you know, we always talk about full spoilers for this movie. Uh, does not originally have the wings. I don't think so, anyways. We don't see them. And then when Mothra dies and fuses with Ghidorah, Ghidorah gets their massive wings and it was one of the coolest moments in the movie. Yeah. Because we were just talking about, man, the, they never really merge the monsters, do they? And then, wow, yeah. that. And I was like, yeah. It was sick. And then that's yeah, the that's... end of the kaijus. But a lot of good practical effects in this movie and CG that I hope is going to get better. Yeah. It's a little better than Millennium. Millennium, I thought, was the worst one. Was it the fucking bugs crawling yeah. around? Or that's the second one still. But this is better use of it than that. So that's what's going on with that. So I want to get a little bit of the plot summary because it's yeah. pretty short. <laughs> yeah, cause so much monster fighting that there's not much plot to sum up here. But So we start with uh, one of our main characters, a military general, the Tony Stark. Uh, he's... Uh, giving a briefing about you know how you know pretty much just a briefing to a class or not briefing like it's an instruction to a to a class at a military academy in which he essentially he tells the audience what is canonical in this version he's just like ah well we had an attack in 1954 and nothing since <laughs> that uh, was it that's all we got folks because uh as you you mentioned me beforehand that other than the two upcoming ones, which is Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla and Tokyo SOS, uh, none of these Millennium movies have, like, consistent plot. Like, oh, SOS and Mechagodzilla flow into each other? Yes. SOS okay. is a sequel to Mechagodzilla. Oh, huh, okay. But any of the other ones, they're standalones. Okay. Which, I think that's kind of neat. I think it's interesting yeah. to... 
explore these kind of one-off things going on. Because each of the other eras was like, you could kind of do some connections, specifically Heizai. Yeah. So it's kind of neat to have uh, just a, hey, check this out. We're going to have this weird little horror director work on this. Yeah, because this was a prominent horror director who, uh, who, what's his name? I'll get his name up. But so he came to this after in the 90s making a trilogy of of Gamera films uh, that were really well received. Uh, So it's. So, yeah, so Godzilla, uh, Mothra, and King Ghidorah is directed by uh, Shizuki Kaneko. Oh, okay. And he's a very well-regarded Japanese cinema person, especially in the horror realm. Wow. Uh, But did a great job here. Like, you were saying, uh, there's so many modes in this movie that feel mean-spirited. Oh, we forgot... The one other movie that this yep. movie decides is canonical. Well, it is coy about the canonicality of coyness. This is in the intro. This is in the intro when they're having the military meeting. And I believe is referenced like one or two times more throughout the movie. Uh-huh. Godzilla 1998 happened according to this movie. Well, it is... Allegedly may yeah. or may not have happened. Yes. <laughs> uh, so that's one of the things they discuss... In that, like, yeah, there was a fifty years ago. There was a, a, a in nineteen fifty four. We had an attack. Then, like a couple of years ago, there was another attack in New York. And well, then people are like, "Was that Godzilla?" The Americans think so, but but well, we not, don't think so. But we're not sure. Yeah. And then we got that. It was like the Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that! There yeah. he is. Yeah. So it. But yeah. So then mention. So that is the intro to the film. Just. Teaching the audience what is canonical this time around. I got a feeling you'll have, they kind of have to. Yeah, at this point, yes. You're like, hey folks, don't worry about any of these. Except for the first. I just want Dr. Yamane to show up at the beginning of every movie and say, hey, pay attention to this Godzilla and this Godzilla, but not Nothing. these Godzillas. Nothing else. Heinzaira <laughs> didn't happen. Uh, yeah. So yeah, going into, you know, that's the... Where the stakes are at, we have some cuts of this, like, uh, dramatization crew trying to fake a Godzilla-looking attack. Yeah. (laughs) Where she's like, the reporter lady is like, oh, this is the mountain where Godzilla has been seen before. Check this out. Yeah, so the general's daughter Mm -hmm. is, is a reporter with big air quotes at, like, a tabloid, so a not a tabloid, but like a, a very sensationalized fake news, uh, new a news station that does like essentially if Ghost Hunters were a news station. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but it, they're like uh, like cryptology stuff, like yeah. crypto, like crypto cryptology, yeah. mm-hmm. where you have like. <laughs> In the first opening scene, she's like, there's been some disturbing things in the mountain, and you gotta watch out. Godzilla could be around. And then, like, you see in the background, like, one of the cameramans just throws a rock behind her to create a puddle, and she's like, oh, look at that! Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny and low-key. And then, basically, you know, uh, some locals come, a local guy comes up to her and is like, hey, you don't get permits for doing this stuff here. Get out of the town. And in this, I think it's one of her crew breaks this, uh, 
breaks a uh, uh this totem. Oh yeah. Uh, and they're like, "Yeah, oh, that's bad luck. That's the spirits of the forest." And then she sees a creepy old man for like one shot. It's the perfect creepy introduction where she sees him. She's like, "What?" And then she looks over and then looks back, and he's already gone. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, "Whoa, okay, we got a creepster." But yeah. So then later that night. Uh, a bunch of hooligans are riding around on their motorcycles causing mayhem. Those ragamuffins. And they're they're riding through a tunnel when they're all killed by Baragon tunneling through. Oh yeah. You see Baragon's face just through the tunnel. Whole thing collapses the next day. So Baragon instantly kills like 12 motorcyclists. Mm-hmm. That's Baragon's Kill count. count. Yeah. Count. All right, we'll keep going on the count. So the count. And then afterwards, everyone thinks it was Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. They're like, that was a Godzilla attack. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Gotta watch out. Which then reveals that, you know, it's like, whoa. Bar- the audience knows, oh, shit, Baragon's on the loose. Yeah. Boom. We cut to some other crazy teen campers. And these guys, these teens are fucking demented because they're in, they're like, well, one, they're just partying around on a coast mm-hmm. and they, they're playing with another one of those idols. And yeah. then the, uh, but the big change happens where they become demented, where they're like, where one of the teenage girls is like, I don't like dogs. Keep that dog away from me. And it's just a really cute dog. Well, it's the, like Hachi from the movie Hachi. Yeah. Shiba Inu. Yeah. And this guy is just like, don't worry, we won't keep it around. Stuffs it in a box with the idol, and a bunch of the teens are going to go row out to the middle of the lake and throw Throw the dog and the idol in the water. And drown them. And it's like, yo, fuck them kids. (laughs) Yeah. And then, as they're doing that, the boat is destroyed by a kaiju that we don't see yet. And then, emerging from the water, is Larva Mothra... And we learned on a news broadcast right after that all three were killed. But the dog lived. Yeah. We see in the footage the dog gets out of the box and we cheer. So that's probably like, what, 15? 15 people? All right, Mothra's at 15. All right. Yeah, Mothra's got 15. Baragon's got 12. Mm-hmm. Then we get... a. So we get the explanation of what the idols might be. Where mm-hmm. someone's like... Stones can carry memories, so someone posits in ridiculous science, but I I went with it. It it didn't, like, hang me up uh, with my bullshit meter. It's like, (laughs) what if those idols we keep seeing and that get broken right before monster attacks are holding the souls of these monsters and the old man, the creepy old man uh, that keeps showing up at these places... Is trying to release the monsters so they can save us from Godzilla, since Godzilla's approaching the coast, mm-hmm. uh, which is something that gets very briefly mentioned. Yeah, uh, we but, see him in the water a couple times with like yeah. the submarine next to him, but like we know he's on the way. And they're like, shit. Then we instantly cut to a guy in the woods about to hang himself, mm-hmm. and he's using one of the idols as like to get up to the branch to tie the noose. Mm-hmm. But then the ground underneath him collapses. And shakes. He falls down. He falls down a hole and sees frozen in ice Ghidorah. Oh, yeah. And Which... the idol's still intact. 
but he like he's so spooked he runs out he has a will to live Ghidorah negative Negative one one. (laughs) saved a life Ghidorah saved a life that day yeah boom so then we know Ghidorah so we know where everybody's at we know that Ghidorah's in the cave Ghidorah's yet to be released but he is out there he's around yeah so then we follow the uh the news crew talking to the yeah. dad trying to figure out hey what's going on oh the old the creepy old guy has been arrested for uh reasons i don't remember just being creepy probably yeah <laughs> that's out <laughs> but uh to the, nothing woke america i just can't <laughs> how Godzilla- long has this country gone to that we can't we can't be mystically oblique <laughs> Mystically obtuse with King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah wants to kill Godzilla because he's woke. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta stop him. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, so Baragon starts uh, as Godzilla approaches the coast. Baragon is like, well. I don't know where everyone else is, but it's time for me to square up, uh, I guess. He goes after the, uh, he breaks into the prison. And breaks the old man free. Yep. And then we get a sequence of Godzilla just wrecking havoc as Baragon makes his way to him. Where Godzilla just... So many deaths, and so many are so cruel. It's like... <laughs> Over a hundred. They're ha- yeah. They're, they're having fun with it. Like, there's a lot of fun sequences where... In previous iterations, I know for a fact those characters would have lived and it would have been like a fun thing. Like it's like bits where it's like, uh, I think, think the most, the hospital room is enough to talk about to get the idea across. Yeah. Well, well it's where like, so, where, uh, you know, Godzilla's approaching this hospital room and from inside of it, the sole patient She's like screaming her head off, and then Godzilla passes her, and it's like, oh, well, yeah. she, she was she's... a survivor from the previous Godzilla attack. Yeah, and she starts calming down. Mm-hmm. Then we just see his tail whipping up and <laughs> fucking destroy her. Destroy the hospital. <laughs> so we see these moments happening of. And Godzilla, we see Godzilla getting ready to use his atomic breath. He's about to unleash on a bunch of people. Hard cut to a elementary school. <laughs> a classroom. A classroom elementary in a classroom. And we they clearly want us to think that they're these kids are about to get wiped out. <laughs> they don't. They're they're witnessing it from a distance. That probably would have been a bridge too far on the cruelty <laughs> level. But clearly they the the gag is <laughs> You are totally prepared for a classroom of children to get murdered by Godzilla. <laughs> maybe they would not. Maybe he wouldn't be selling as many toys in this Japan, yeah. in this fictional Japan, if he slaughtered yeah. hundreds of children. But yeah, so then uh, Baragon and Godzilla face off, and Baragon gets some licks in, but it's not a. It's not as one sided as you'd expect. But then yeah. Yeah, but then it's not a... <laughs> but then Godzilla atomic blasts him so hard that Baragon just fucking evaporates into fucking spots of sunshine. Dude is done. Yeah. <laughs> Dude is vaporized. Yeah. And then we're like, well, shit. So then the, uh, you know, the other plot is following. 
Mothra's in the cocoon. Yeah. About to come out. Oh no. Shit's getting bad. Godzilla's coming to the city. Yeah. We gotta watch out. What are we gonna do? We see the old man has who was broken out of jail with <laughs> with Baragon's help is now in the Ghidorah cave. And he unleashes Ghidorah and and feels very Avatar the Last Airbender in that I'm like, is the old man dead? I don't know. <laughs> uh, questionable. Yeah. But they have him get Ghidorah out. Big old, big old battles coming in. Yeah, and Godzilla instantly wrecks both Ghidorah and Mothra shit. Even mm. after Ghidorah, like, absorbs the dead Mothra and becomes even more powerful. Yeah. Is this the first one where the humans are actually... Well, besides, like, the first one where the humans are effective against the monster? I think they're... Well, I mean, if you go back to... Godzilla versus Ghidorah from Heizai. When yeah. before Godzilla becomes Godzilla, people shoot him and it hurts. Mm-hmm. But like, I think there's a couple other ones. Well, there's the one where in the Heizai they give him the dr- the radiation eating mm. sickness thing. Yeah, that gets him to stop. Okay, yeah, but there's been a few others, but it's okay, not but, as common. Yeah, so basically, Godzilla wrecks the shit out of our humanity's protectors, but. The Tony Stark goes on a suicide mission, uh, to where he's gonna fly a submarine right up in right up to Godzilla and blow him up. He gets eaten instantly, and it's like, oh no! But then he drills a hole through his chest and fires the missiles from inside. Godzilla tries to atomic blast, but can't because the hole in his chest... Well, it's closer to like his lower neck. Yeah, like is right like there. letting the atomic blast out instead. Oh, well, oh, I fucking love that sequence though. Because his daughter and like one of the other camera guys in the crew, like they were, you know, they washed up on shore and they're like, oh no, Godzilla's about to kill us. And then like it comes out the side yeah. and it's clearly hurting Godzilla for that. Yeah. Um... And then, I don't quite know how to... And then after that... So yeah, Godzilla's the spirit, killed. A little bit. This, remember there's that weird moment where the spirit, like, Baragon... I can't Mothra, tell if that was, like, Ghidorah. a last ditch from them to fight. Because that happens before the hole. But, yeah. like, I can't tell if that's a last ditch from them to fight, or if because Godzilla's killed all of them, he absorbs all of them and their power. I can't figure out either of those. If it's either of them. Because they don't seem to help much. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they're supposed to get them. Yeah. Like, I originally thought was, oh, is it like, is this some kind of weird backstory as to why Godzilla is a good guy now? To where, yeah. like, he absorbed the good souls and that yeah. changed him or something? The famously but... good soul of King Ghidorah. <laughs> <laughs> the good soul of our Ghidorah, who's done nothing wrong ever. <laughs> Remember, negative one kill count. Yeah. <laughs> Ghidorah saves lives. Saves lives. Um, but they have the big... F- yeah, they have the... Godzilla gets kaboomed by yeah. the by the human-made weapons. Then all of our major humans survive. They're mm. all happy. Yeah. And then... We cut to the bottom of the ocean where Godzilla's heart is all that's left and it's Still beating. beating. <laughs> and that's the plot of the movie. It's quite a quite a early two yeah. thousand CG effect. Yeah. It's like the, 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 the. But uh that's the whole end of the movie. And 
I love, because, you know, holy shit, it has been, like, 50, the timeline, even at the movie, it's been, like, 50 years since the original Godzilla came out. Yeah. Uh, I love that they're mixing it up. I really like that in this one, it's this new thing, and King Ghidorah, who is always the bad guy, (laughs) has to be one of the good guys this time around. Yeah. I feel like, uh, it kind of reminds me of, this is a really dumb example, like, like, you know, the, the, after, like, season one and two of Phineas and Ferb, with Doofenshmirtz and... Where they just stop making Doofenshmirtz a villain. Like, yeah. Sometimes he'll have a villain plot, but most but like most of the time it'll just be like, what are he and Perry up to? Like, we'll be like, Perry the Platypus, you need to help me with Vanessa's birthday party. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, let's go. And then he's just straight up a good guy in Milo Murphy's Law. Yeah. Like, have you seen Milo Murphy's Law? I know it exists. So... The the finale to season one of Milo Murphy's Law is this, well, it's leading up to this weird uh, pistachio, like humanoid pistachios trying to take over the world. Okay. And uh, the Phineas and Ferb crew help save the day, including Doofenshmirtz. Really? And then... You were saying? <laughs> for season two, Doofenshmirtz house gets, Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporate gets destroyed during the finale, and Doofenshmirtz just lives on milo murphy's couch for the entire season two. Oh fuck i didn't know he was a major character <laughs> he in the is. show shit was there another one after milo murphy's law no milo murphy's law is where it ends and there's only two seasons it got canceled after season two okay that being said for the finale of season one and the entirety of season two dr doofenshmirtz is a major character in every episode of the show from that point on perfection yeah well i love that i love when you have a serialized kind of story thing and you can you can mix it up a little bit you can yeah. be like oh that's a fun little twist so yeah Ghidorah. Being a good guy yeah. it's a good twist but yeah i would say i would yeah so far any of the millenniums this one's the best one yeah it's got some fun stuff in it i do not think it is as good as the best high eyes yeah but it's a good old time so I'd like to talk about what we're going to be doing next week. Yeah. Uh, are we continuing with Millennium or are we going to switch over to America? Um, we have a couple more Millenniums. So the next one in the Millennium Saga is we're going to get to Godzilla S- Tokyo SOS, mm-hmm. which is right before Final Wars. Yeah. But um, we got to get to Tokyo SOS. Mm-hmm. So the next two episodes we're going to be doing is back to back. We're going to be doing... Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, 2002. Yeah. And then afterwards, we are doing Tokyo SOS, which was like a year or two afterwards. Okay. So we're doing those two, and then we're going to check out the American Godzilla stuff. Yeah. So next week, we're going to do Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, 2002. Mm-hmm. I I mean, if, if CG worked for Toy Story, it should work good for Mechagodzilla, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. See you next time, baby. Catch you then.